0: Right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website, getdatedgetpaid.com.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So
0: we're uh, in the final hours here before we get to the playoff game. Divisional round injury report is out. David, what do you got? You said you had a couple interesting notes.
2: Yeah, a couple interesting notes here for the Lions. Uh, Frank Ragnow, full practice, not on the list anymore. Kirby Joseph, not on the list. Anzalone, not on the list. Branch, not on the list anymore. But Laporta is questionable. Uh, and Kalief Raymond is officially out. James Houston is also questionable. For the Bucks, you have Shaquille Barrett, and uh, Chase Edmonds that are questionable. But for them, no longer on the list. You will see Chris Godwin in the game. You will see Baker Mayfield in the game.
0: Yeah, I think the interesting note, look, they clearly, Houston's playing. I mean, you can put him as questionable. You could say he'll be limited. They didn't release Saquara to not bring this man up and make him active.
2: And he practiced in full all week.
0: he's in. Now, what do you get out of James Houston? My guess, obvious passing downs, 12 to 15 snaps. And who? Hey, you only got to be impactful on one of them for it to be worth it. As far as Laporta, he'll play, but I'm with Rico on this. It's a multi-week injury. He's battling through it. He he he's he's a warrior, man. He went out there last week, gave you what he
3: had. He was certainly more impactful in the running game than the passing game. No way he was not going to make the field. And I think the same. I think both will probably get maybe 12 to 15 snaps for Laporta
0: yeah, for the Bucks. I, I'm sorry, the Chase Edmonds thing. I think they've woefully underutilized him. I always liked Edmonds when he was in Arizona. He can catch the football. They don't throw it to him. And Rashad White just plays like 95% of snaps. It makes no sense to me. But look, we're in Detroit. You don't care. I'm just making a point. It's not as big of an injury or a concern if Tampa was using him correctly, which they don't. All right. Overall, though, David, it's what we talked about. Lions are healthy. I mean, they are... When you compare what they look like to say the Buffalo Bills, it is night and day. You're healthy. You're at home. Yes, the expectation is you're going to win the game. But I'm I'm glad TJ came in and at least he sees it the way we do. Like would not be surprised at all. This this is going to be close. If you blow out the Bucks, tip of the cap because blowing people out in the playoffs is not easy to do. And nothing I'm willing to predict outside of a rare occasion like I think Rico's team is in a spot to do it I also think the Niners are by far and away the best team in football I think Lions are really good but they're not the Niners you know you're not off a bye week and you're not playing this young QB who just played the game of his life everyone's telling him how pretty they are all week yeah I, I that's a spot for the Niners to just drop a cartoon safe
3: on somebody's head but Well, again, the fact that for some reason or another, the Packers defense woke up against the Cowboys. Yeah, they were fine enough.
0: I think we don't even I don't even want to go back into it. The Cowboys are hilarious to me. And McCarthy keeps his job. I'd lose my mind if I were a Cowboy fan.
3: No, it was it was one of those analytics. They looked at the numbers and says, you know, he's coming off another 12 win where he
0: didn't win a playoff game. Thank you. Thank you for being here. What a blessing. David, ticket text. But the injury
3: report, I'd say that is (laughs) what? No, just like he's the NFL version of Bo Polini. You win, but you don't win enough. That's right. David, go ahead.
2: Also, let me just give you this quote because you're talking about Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Uh, He did have a quote saying that we've, uh, we've built a foundation here, a championship foundation we've built. What? He's lost in every round. He's lost in the first round this year. Went to the division around and lost. Like, how are you building a championship foundation here? You keep losing.
3: I, I don't know how you want me to respond to that. You probably are figuring you're one play away. One player away. You're close. If we have just done this right, if we would have won this game. Yeah.
2: Yeah, okay. Uh, let me read you this uh, ticket text from Colin and Ann Arbor He says, still expect us to win, but... 10 out of 10 confidence is insane for a playoff game. Baltimore and San Fran shouldn't even be waltzing into this weekend thinking it's a lock. It's the playoffs. Another one here says, while my concern level is probably higher than others think it should be, last week was a tough game against a team that basically had a bye week. They also beat Tampa 20-6 with Tampa coming off a bye. That said, it's the playoff. It's supposed to be hard. Jack says, I'd be nervous if Dan Campbell wasn't our coach. I don't think this locker room will be reading its press clippings and we'll be ready to go. That's why I'm more confident versus an inferior team. Another text here says, I actually don't mind poking the Baker bear. If the game gets tight, maybe he feels like he needs to create more than what's given to him, and hopefully that translates into more turnovers. He is Baker, for God's sakes.
3: Yeah, I mean I'm just looking at what Mullen Nick Mullins did twice in two weeks. I mean three weeks and it yeah. Can Baker do that? Like, though? Why would you I'm not saying that Baker's this great quarterback,
4: why would you say this? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: So who he is. Yeah. what he did with the Eagles. It's, it's you know, I, I don't know. I think once you once you play any of that stuff of, oh, my God, no, this it doesn't is what he matter, but about but me. It, it's I don't something that, matters.
3: right, if I'm in the locker room, I would just like, when everybody walks out, why, why did you say that?
0: So recent, you know. If you want to talk about Mayfield's last, you know, X amount of games, they go to Green Bay. He threw for 400 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, played Jacksonville, two eighty three, two touchdowns. They lost to the Saints. He went for three oh nine with two. The Carolina game is this outlier. I don't know what the Carolina game was. They won nine nothing. Qualified for the playoffs. He didn't do much of anything. Nobody and then did. the Philly game, again, 337, three touchdowns, no picks. I mean, if you take the last four or five games, if you use Carolina as the outlier and you look at the last month of football, Baker Mayfield is playing really good football. Now, has he had to do it in a place like Ford Field? You know, do you want to, has he had to do it in the playoffs? I understand. And I won't overstate what he did last week because I don't think he played a team that was interested in playing football for money. The Eagles did not want to be there. The Eagles are horrific. But obviously I take Goff over Mayfield. But I just don't view Mayfield as like this scab. Like he's not Nick Mullins. And Mullins lit you up and damn near beat you in Minnesota. I know you don't want to talk about that. It's not that long ago where everyone's heart stopped for about a second and a half Mm -hmm. as the TV screen scrolled towards the unknown. When Mullins (laughs) cut that ball loose and you right. didn't know what was on the other end of it and then thank god it was an interception by Melifonwu right like I said Justin Jefferson going to break your heart okay right but that's the NFL that's yes. why i'm always hesitant to do this and in the playoffs my my tenor changes even further because it is so hard to win these games forget about spreads and we're going to blow this team up just win i mean tampa is going to have the ultimate underdog attitude they know everyone is using them as toilet paper this week.
3: Well, they, they were underdogs kn- last week at home. Right. Everyone thinks they're crap. Everyone thinks their quarterback's a bum. I mean, think about that. As bad as the Eagles played at the end of the season, they still said, but they're still better than you, Tampa. So we're going to go ahead and say the Eagles win this game. So I'm just
0: careful about it. That's all. I do expect the Lions to win, but I think there's a recipe for the Bucs to be competitive. But the fans are going to make a big difference they are this is if it is anything like it was last weekend this is the best home field advantage in the sport that is 133 on the decibel meter Good yeah but out. i think if
3: it's anything like what tj said it's going to be a punt fest early that's going to be advantage buccaneers i think for the lions you need to do exactly how you started off with the rams where it looked like it was just going to be a boat race and they were just going to yeah you know, they scored a ton of points now they you know really three points in the second half, that's problematic. But that way, that's when you get the fans behind you because everybody's feeling good. We have this. And especially if going into that game, you know, if there's a possibility we can come back for another week to do this. Because oh, I think that aided in the fact of why that the crowd was so loud, knowing we're coming back, we're going to help you. And you did. You got those timeouts burnt early in the second half. Also, and and I, I think that cost the Rams. It's also hard to figure out what Baker's showing up.
0: He is all over the board. I mean, the last five weeks, four of them have been real nice say. performances. But, man, if you look at the game logs, Rico, it is a week-to-week thing. I know the rib injury
3: was mixed in there. See, I was going to say which receivers show up. Like, will they hold on to the ball?
0: Uh, nah, that's just who they
3: are. Like, he'll, he'll get it in the vicinity and drop. And another drop. And it th- goes behind. But Mike Evans is dropping a ton of passes.
0: So, yeah, look, the Lions, if they play clean and they play their game, you like to believe they're going to be okay. But I just don't believe all of a sudden Tampa's going to roll in and lose 50 to nothing. So we'll we'll, we'll see. I expect we will be here Monday
1: talking Lions-Niners. What about Tampa versus the mini-campus? Right, the mini-dick guy. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?